Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward, inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit AT&T.com slash hypergig for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to BrainStuff from How Stuff Works. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. A lot of attention has been given to the increasing number of American kids with serious food allergies, now believed to be one in every 13 children. That's about 8%. School cafeterias have largely banned peanut butter, peanuts being one of the top triggers, and savvy parents know to quiz sleepover guests on allergies to other common foods like milk, eggs, and wheat. Childhood food allergies are a big deal because a bad reaction could lead to anaphylactic shock, which, if untreated by an epinephrine shot, could be fatal. But kids and their parents aren't the only ones who need to be educated about food allergies and how to respond to a severe allergic reaction. According to a new study, adults have it even worse. More than 10% of American adults now have one or more food allergies, according to the largest in-depth survey of the prevalence of food allergies among adults. 
Of the 40,000 adults surveyed, 10.8% were determined to have a legitimate food allergy to things like shellfish, milk, and peanuts, the top three allergies, severe enough to cause telltale symptoms of anaphylaxis like hives, swelling, throat tightening, and trouble breathing. And nearly half of the allergies developed as adults. What worries Dr. Ruchi Gupta, the lead author of the study and a pediatrician and researcher who previously focused on childhood food allergies, is not only the surprisingly high prevalence of food allergies among adults, but the fact that only half of the adult food allergies identified by the survey had been diagnosed by a doctor. Even more alarming, less than a quarter of adults with a bona fide food allergy carried an epinephrine pen, the only way to halt a deadly reaction. Clearly, more Americans need to take food allergies seriously by talking with their doctors about avoiding certain foods and having an emergency response plan in place. But a second surprising finding that came out of Gupta's study is that a separate and nearly equal cohort of American adults believe they have a legitimate food allergy, but actually don't. When asked if they were allergic to any foods, a full 19% of survey respondents said yes— But when prompted to list the symptoms of their most severe reactions, only 10.8% met the standards of a convincing food allergy, like difficulty swallowing, chest tightening, or vomiting. The rest of the respondents cited symptoms like diarrhea, belly pain, and itching, which are signs of a food intolerance or other conditions, but not a true allergy. The confusion stems from a general misunderstanding of what is and is not a food allergy. For example, many Americans, 31% according to a 2015 survey, believe that the only difference between a food allergy and a food intolerance is the severity of the reaction, or that people with food allergies can eat small amounts of the offending food without triggering a reaction. A true food allergy means that consuming any amount of the allergen, even a tiny sip or crumb, will trigger the immediate and overactive immune response known as anaphylaxis. The severity of the reaction depends on the severity of the allergy— People with a food intolerance, on the other hand, can sometimes eat or drink small amounts of the troublesome food without triggering any symptoms. And even when the symptoms are at their worst, they're usually confined to the gastrointestinal tract. Gupta doesn't blame the nearly 9% of Americans who falsely believe that they have a food allergy. In addition to food intolerances, which, to be fair, can make people feel absolutely lousy, there are a host of other conditions with symptoms that overlap with true food allergies. A common one is oral allergy syndrome, in which certain fresh fruits, vegetables, and nuts trigger an itching sensation in the mouth and throat, and swollen lips. It looks like a food allergy, but the reaction is actually triggered by common pollen allergies, and the symptoms go away quickly. But if your throat burns and your lips blow up like balloons every time you eat a peach, you could be forgiven for thinking that you had a food allergy. Celiac disease, an autoimmune disorder marked by severe intolerance to gluten, is also not a true food allergy, since the autoimmune response does not result in anaphylaxis. It still sucks, though. In the food allergy survey, Gupta and a panel of allergists were trying to be as conservative as possible when deciding if a certain bundle of symptoms qualified as an allergy, which means that their figure of 10.8% of adults with food allergies could be low. The only way to know for sure would be to test each and every person who reported a food allergy, either through a skin prick test or the more dramatic food challenge, in which an individual ingests a potential allergen in a doctor's office to gauge their immune response. But with a sample size of 40,000, that's not practical. Gupta thinks that the key takeaway from the food allergy survey is the importance of talking to a doctor to figure out if your specific set of food-related symptoms is a true allergy or something else. Gupta said... Because some of these conditions are treatable and some of them are life-threatening, it's important to know what you're dealing with. 
And if it turns out that you don't have a true food allergy, that's great news. Instead of anxiously avoiding all contact with certain foods, you can take steps to avoid a reaction. For example, oral allergy syndrome can often be avoided by cooking the offending fruit or vegetable instead of eating it raw. And people with lactose intolerance, rather than a true milk allergy, can enjoy lactose-free dairy products without giving up the pure joy of an ice cream cone on a hot summer day. So, if you've experienced unpleasant reactions to certain foods, don't suffer in silence. Talk to your doctor or make an appointment with an allergist to get tested. Knowledge, after all, is power. Today's episode was written by Dave Ruse and produced by Tyler Klang for iHeartMedia and How Stuff Works. For more on this and lots of other powerful topics, visit our home planet, HowStuffWorks.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.